Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is November 20th, 1946, and the title is A Friend in Need. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. A cloud of dust and a hearty high of silver, the Lone Ranger. Civil War, when the railroad pushed its way across Kansas, great trail herds were driven from Texas along the Chisholm Trail to Dodge City and Abilene. The drivers faced many dangers, outlaws, hostile Indians, and the forces of nature, but they could always be certain of a friend in need. The Lone Ranger knew that the future of Texas depended on the safety of that trail, and with all his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, he fought to preserve it. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. We're heading for the cattle country. There's going to be trouble. I'll Silver. Away! <laughs> A campfire gleamed at the bottom of a dry arroyo. A cowboy sat beside it. His eyes were young, but his jaw was set and determined. As he watched the flames, his hand crept nervously to the handle of his gun. Suddenly, he leaped to his feet. Who's there? I'll reach for your gun, Tex. Is it, is it the masked man? We've been on your trail for three days. Oh. The engine, too, huh? Well, I guess you got me. Going to take me back to Bennett City? There's no need for that. You mean Carson isn't dead? You killed him. But Tonto and I know that it was in self-defense. And the town was glad to get rid of Carson. Sheriff, not want you. And not going to arrest me? Not as long as you stay away from Bennett City. Oh, can't go back. You made a name for yourself as a gunman. 
Now, the question is, are you going to live it down or get yourself a bigger reputation? I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Borneo Smith's been looking for you. He'd like a man who's fast on the trigger to work for him. You wouldn't have to punch cows. You'd have an easy life. You don't think so much of the idea, do you? Borneo has one of the biggest spreads around San Jose. And he needs gunmen to protect his range from rustlers. I'm not a gunman. The Smith crew always shoot in self-defense. The law can never touch them. And that's the only kind of job that's open to me? To hire out as a killer? It'll be the easiest kind of a job to get. If you try to find something else, you may go hungry before you find it. I don't mind pulling my belt a few notches. It may be a long time before you can make people trust you. It's worth it, isn't it? What I think doesn't matter. You must decide for yourself. I have. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll kill again if I have to, but they're not going to make me earn my living that way. I'll show them. (laughs) Good for you, Tex. The best luck in the world. If there's anything we can do to help you... You can depend on us. That's fine, mister. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Hi, old Silver. Away! A week later, Borneo Smith and his right-hand man, Dirk Reynolds, were standing at the bar of the Prairie Bell in San Jose. Dirk, lean, dark, and dangerous, talked in low tones to his employer. A smile played around the lips of the big rancher. So then I said, uh, we aren't driving a trail herd north this year, Miss Andrews. We aren't in the market for your cattle. <laughs> What'd you say to that? Nothing. <laughs> her eyes started to spark up, but she didn't say a word. Just turned on her heel and walked down the street. Heading for Starrett's place. Yeah. And when she finds out he isn't in the market either, Miss Andrews is going to boil over. Yeah, I reckon she will. Where's Borneo Smith? I reckon she's doing it right now. Look out, boss. So there you are. Hello, Peggy. Don't Peggy me, you ornery low-down sidewinder. Now, that's no way for a young and pretty girl like you to talk. You want to talk with a six-gun? What's the matter, Peggy? You don't have to be told. So you aren't in the market for cattle this year. Nope. The railroad will be through here in the spring. I decided to let my cars fatten up until then. What's the use of taking chances on the trail? No use at all, Borneo. Not when you can pick up my ranch for next to nothing. Oh, that's right. You do owe me a little money, don't you? Just $5,000. That'd be due in September, as I remember it. Yeah. And I've got a herd that'd be worth 30000 in Dodge City. That's a long way from here. You think you've won, don't you, Borneo? Well, Well, uh... I'm here to tell you that I'm not giving up without a fight. I'll sell that cattle. To start it? No. Wouldn't he buy your cars either, Miss Peggy? I'll sell them if I have to drive the herd to Dodge City myself. <laughs> That's good. The prettiest trail driver the state of Texas ever saw. <laughs> All by herself, driving 2,000 heads. I won't be alone. I'll find a crew. Where? Somewhere. No, you won't, Peggy. You're making a mistake. I've got my own hand. That stove-in bunch of mavericks wouldn't last a week on the trail. There isn't an able-bodied man in the county that'll work for you. You've seen to that, I suppose. I'm giving it to you straight. Let's see about that. Men! I'm driving a trail herd to Dodge City, and I'm looking for a crew. Forty a month. Who'll take the job? One of you won't like it if you do, boys. (laughs) Looks like there aren't any takers. You're wrong there, mister. I'd like nothing better than to work on your crew. Who are you? Easy, boss. It's Tex Cameron. The boy from Venice City. You're hired, Tex. Now, just a second, Piggy. Look at the way he slings his guns. This hombre's a killer. I'm not in the same place with Dirk. You were better than Carson, and that's saying a lot. I still don't like to be riled much. I asked for a job, and I'm waiting for the lady's answer. You can't have. I already have. 
He's a man. And that's more than I can say for anybody else in here. Thank you. You're my foreman, Tex. But you can't drive the herd a thousand miles by yourself. If we can't pick up half a dozen more men, I... I'm licked. You just leave it to me. I figure I can round him up some way. You're asking for trouble, Cameron. We've met before, Borneo. I'm always ready for the next time. Good. You tend to the supplies in a wagon, miss. I'll tend to the men. I've got to make it by the first of August, Tex. Then we'll get started the first of the week. You hear that, Borneo? We're starting for Dodge City the first of the week. <laughs> Chuck wagon's loaded. We're ready to go, Tex. Just say the word, Miss Peggy. Wait. Those two men over there by the cottonwood. Oh. One of them's masked. Borneo sent him to yeah. No, no, Miss. And an engine. Well, they're, they're yeah, friends of mine. Friends? Man that wears a mask? That's right. I, I want to speak to them before we go. They're coming this way. Yeah. Go ahead and speak to them if you want to. It's your business. Get up there. Oh, wait. You don't understand, Miss Peggy. They're not crooks. You'll have a hard time explaining that, Tex. Late. Sure glad to see you. I had to warn you, Tex. What about? Smith's going to do everything in his power to keep the herd from reaching Dodge City. I didn't figure he'd just sit back and watch. He's ordered Dirk and three or four other men to follow you. Tonto's been keeping an eye on them. Ah. I'll do the same, mister. You'll have to post guards every night. They'll try to stampede the herd. They'll try to drive off your horses. I reckon they will. Tonto and I can't travel with you. It'll be nearly three months before you get to Dodge City. We'll try to meet you north of Red River. Map Buffalo country. It's the home stretch, too. Dirk and his men won't use their guns before then. We'll try to be there to lend you a hand. All right, Jim. That's Miss Peggy calling to you. Yeah. Adios. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Adios. Up here, Jim. You're riding point with me. All set, Miss Peggy. Let him We're on our way, men. Dodge City, you bust. <laughs> The Chisholm Trail. The great herd moved toward the north. Ten, twelve, fifteen miles a day, day after day, week after week. And always behind, the threat of violence followed the crew. Dirk and his gunmen were following orders. Rifle shots rang out through the night. Roll out of your blankets, men. Slim and short, he need our help. Hurry up there, they're trying to stampede the herd. Cattle were shot. Horses were driven off. They got six. Put a little chestnut. Yes, Miss Peggy. We'll double the guard tonight. If only we could see them. Don't you worry. They aren't going to beat us. It's Dodge City or bust. The days and miles dragged by. The Colorado was crossed. Then the Brazos. At last, the Red River lay before them. It was the high water season, and it took them a full day to ford the stream. That night, they rested in a green valley... But just as the gray dawn was breaking, a new danger confronted them. Injured stakes. Looks like Apache. Yes, I see them. They don't want cattle. Round up the horses and drive them into camp. Right. Get up. Get your rifles, men. Doesn't mean I'm fighting. I don't know. They'll parley first. Are you sure? Well, that's their chief riding down the slope. Six braves with them. We only have eight men. And eight rifles. They probably don't have many more. I'm going out to meet them. I'm going with you. You'll get inside that chuck wagon and stay there. Take... I mean it, Miss Peggy. All right. Hurry. Promise that you'll be careful. I sure will. I'm a little young to lose my hair. Get up. Easy, Captain. Not too fast. For all we know, that may be Geronimo up ahead. Margone! Waiting for us, Captain. Hello there, Chief. Well, what's on your mind? Me, Black Crow. Pleased to make your acquaintance. 
You give Black Crow many horse, many guns. Well, we, we don't have many to spare, Chief. This Black Crow country, you not pay, you not go on. Now, we aim to be friendly, Chief, but after all, you're asking... Return! The masked man. Uh, Black Crow know him. Manicure! Yeah, let's wait for him. Give Black Crow gun. Hey, uh, I don't suppose you'd be satisfied with uh, two guns. Three. You give them three guns. Well, we might be able to manage that. Many bullets. Hello, Tex. Welcome, mister. What's Black Crow want? Three guns and some bullets. Not bad. How are you fixed for flour and beans? Oh, plenty. That's what he gets, then. Two bags of each. Tell your men to bring them out here. Hey, Slim! Couple bags of flour and a couple of beans. Me want guns. No guns, Black Crow, and no bullets. Indian fight. We're ready. I warn you, though, you'd better take the flour and beans and clear out. We've met before, Black Crow. Remember that. Uh, me go. Got him, Tex. Give him to the chief. Keep him covered. Can't I throw him on the ground? No, that won't do. Ride right up to him. Here you are, chief. Uh, not many. That's all you get. Adios. Vinila Margaritano! You sure knew how to handle him, Mayor's man. It's the only way with a chief like that. Him, Pat Indian. If you gave him guns and bullets, you'd be inviting a massacre. Can we ride back to camp now? No. We'll have to stay here until he's reached the top of the hill. Steady there, lady. Can we go on, Tex? Well, I don't know. How about it, mister? Do you have to take orders from your outlaw friends? Miss Peggy, this engine's name is Tonto, and the masked man calls his horse Silver. Does that mean anything to you? The Lone Ranger. He just got us out of one tight spot, so do you blame me for asking his advice? I'm sorry, mister. How about it? Is it all right to go on? Before I answer that, I'm going to tell you what lies ahead and behind. Behind? Dirk and his men, of course. Borneo's with them now. They met at Wichita Falls. Borneo never thought you'd get this far, and he's determined that you won't get any farther. We're not afraid of him. I thought you'd say that, but there's something else. What's that? The buffalo herd is drifting west. You may meet them before you reach the Canadian River. Gosh. What if we do? We're not afraid of Borneo and Dirk. Why should a herd of buffalo scare us? You've never seen that herd, Miss Peggy. Them cover plain like grass. Tonto's not exaggerating. There's a million head of buffalo in that herd. If they surround your cattle, you'd never be able to drive through. Is there any chance of getting to the Canadian first? At the rate they're moving, yes, a chance. But you'll have to travel fast, 20 miles a day. Will you help us, mister? Tonto and I'll see that Dirk and Borneo don't make any trouble. We'll promise that. That's plenty. Slim back to camp. Tell the boys to get the herd moving. You're going on? We have to. We have to make Dodge City by the first of all. And we'll do it with your help, mister. Come on, boys. It's Dodge City or Buck. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. In spite of the danger from Borneo and his hired gunmen behind them, and the danger from the great buffalo herd to the east, Tex Cameron and Peggy Andrews decided to drive on toward Dodge City. The Lone Ranger had promised to give them protection from Borneo, but the rancher was still in Wichita Falls. Dirk Reynolds met him in the cafe. Well, where are they? Fifty or sixty miles past the Red River. You saw them yourself? Yep. How long before they get to the Canadian? Another two days. Yeah, must be traveling fast. They are, and they got a good reason. You mean a nurse? No, I mean a They can't of... get away. We aren't driving any hurry. Now listen, boy. You listen to me. I've been inquiring around. The Canadian's hard in the red. They'll have a tough job crossing it. Yeah, if they get that far. We'll let them. But they're sure to make camp on the bank for one night anyway. And that's when we strike. Round up the boys and tell them we're leaving town tonight. Now wait, boss. I'm giving the orders. Sure, only I got some more to tell you. Hurry up with it. Well, that's the reason they're pushing their cattle so high. Out with it. The buffalo herd, boss. They're racing to make the river ahead of it. The buffalo herd? Yeah, the big one. I wish you'd take it right across the red and have a look at it. I know how big it is. So big that it would swallow up Miss Peggy's longhorns like nothing at all. Well, what's going to happen? Will they make it to the river ahead of them? The way the buffalo are traveling now. Then what are you talking about? They'd uh, move a lot faster if somebody was to stampede them. Yeah. Why not? I cross the river with the boys just north of here. We stampede the buffalo, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, sounds good. It's perfect. Ever been caught in a buffalo stampede? <laughs> Never. Well, you wouldn't be here if you had. It's the end of the Andrews herd and the end of Tex and Miss Peggy. Two more days to the Canadian, eh? Yeah, today and tomorrow. We can get to the buffalo tonight. Yeah. They'll be able to see the river when they're cut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hurry up. What are you waiting for? I'm on my way, Taking us longer to get there than you said, Dirk. Yeah, we'll see the stragglers as soon as we top the next rise. It's close to morning. Yeah, there's still time. Get up there, boy. This rise here? Yeah. Come on, man. Damn it. The sky's flattened over. Maybe we're in for a storm. Yeah, a little thunder will make it easy. Rain up, boss. Oh, hold that. Oh. Now look to the north. The plane's black with them. From here to the Canadian. But they're drifting west. It's 50 miles from here to the Andrews herd, and there's buffalo two-thirds of the way. It's hard to believe. You can't see the end of it. It's getting hard to see anything. Thunder. All right, go to work. Follow me, boys. Down the hill. Use your guns. Forty miles to the west, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had made camp halfway between the buffalo and the trail herd. They were awake at dawn and rode to the top of a bluff where they could see the great plain for miles in every direction. Storm in the east, come this way. Yes, Tonto. It's making the buffalo uneasy. That's right. They're getting underway already, but they won't reach the trail until tonight. Ah. And by that time, Tex will have his herd across the river. Where we go now? We'll circle to the south. I can't believe that Borneo and his men are still in Wichita Falls. No sign. I know. We haven't found any sign yet. The trail is easy after the Canadian is crossed. Andrew's men can be on guard every minute. Uh-huh. If Borneo is going to strike, he'll have to do it today. We're right. Wait, Tonto. What matter? Listen. 
Oh, sound like wind. Out of the saddle. Put your ear to the ground. You think maybe... Now listen. Sounds like a stampede. Can you see any dust in the east? Sky dark. Uh, there, dust. And it isn't the wind that's causing it. Stampede. That means the trail herd will be cut off from the river. That's right. But the leaders won't start to run for another hour. <laughs> we'll have time to warn Tex before then. There's still a chance. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. My old Silver. Stampeding. Buffalo? Yes. You can't make the river before they catch you. No chance at all? Not unless you stampede your own herd. Oh, that's dangerous. It'd be more dangerous to be caught by the buffalo. Anything you say, masked man. We'll have our work cut out to keep them headed north. There's a storm going to break soon, and the wind's from the east. Storm and a stampede. But at least the thunder will help start them running. Spread the word among your men. But the point. Tonto and I'll hold it. Hurry. Right. Get up, Captain. I'll circle the herd, Tonto. And as soon as I'm in position on the other side, we make them run. We run for their lives. I will Cowboys shouted, six guns barked, the longhorns stopped grazing, and with the lone ranger and Tonto urging their leaders on, they broke into a run, faster and faster. A great red and white triangle swept across the plain toward the river. Then the storm broke, one of the dreaded electrical storms of the Great Plains. No rain fell, but the gray sky was cut by jagged streaks of lightning. Thunder crashed. The terror-stricken cattle tried to break for the west, but the lone ranger and his great horse, Silver, held the point. Closer, Silver. Drive them back. We can't let them break the point. On they raced toward the river, on and on. Two thousand head of cattle. Behind them, Peggy Andrews drove the chuck wagon at breakneck speed. Tex rode to her side. Are you all right? Fine, but what's that cloud of dust to the east? The buffalo. They're getting closer every minute. Close the river. Drive them, Peggy. Get up there. Get up. A herd of 2,000 cattle, but small compared with the black sea that threatened to engulf it. The longhorns never faltered, but the grueling race was beginning to tell on the cowboys' horses. A streak of lightning, a final thunder crash. And the sun broke through the clouds and ahead. The river! We made it silver! They'll try to stop at the bank, but we've got to drive them across! They reached the low banks of the river. The Lone Ranger and Tonto drove the leaders on. By midstream, they were forced to swim. But still, the point was kept. The first of the Longhorns reached shallow water on the far side. Slowly, they climbed the bank. The race was over! Good work, Silver! Good work, boy! On the opposite side, the great herd of buffalo raced by. And all the rest of that day, the trail crew watched them. The race was over. The victory was there. Dodge City, the end of the trail. 
Dodge City, new and raw, but pulsing with life. Cowboys and cattle buyers, gamblers and confidence men, hotels and cafes spilling over with noise and laughter. One night, over a week later, Dirk Reynolds found Borneo Smith in the silver slipper. Boss. Hello, Dirk. Sit down and have a drink. Yeah, I got news. Well, the trail heard come in. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was the best it takes. It's their herd. What? Yeah. It can't be. I took a walk down to the corrals. They were just checking in the last few head. You saw Piggy and Pitch? Yeah. Follow them to Benson's office. They're there now. That's right. When they walk out, Miss Peggy will have $30,000. She's got plenty of time to get back to San Jose. Did you pay off that note? If we uh, let her, boss. Yeah. Benson's office is down a couple of blocks. There's nothing doing around there this time of night. It's dark and pitch. Well. When they walk out of that office with the money... We could be waiting for him. The shots will be heard. Well, they don't pay much attention to gunshots in Dodge City. That's right. Anything goes and no questions asked. Come on. Footsteps sounded on the board sidewalk, moving away from the glare of the cafes and into the darkness where the offices of the cattle buyers were located. Footsteps drawing closer and closer to the one light in the district. Then, silence. The door of Benson's office opened and Peggy and Tex stepped out onto the porch. Tex, wait a minute. What? Perhaps I should have taken a check after all. Well, you'd have an awful lot of trouble cashing it in San Jose. I suppose you're right. Now what do we do? There's a stage leaving for the south in half an hour. I'm going to put you on it. You mean you're not coming with me? I've got to find myself another job. What for? I want you to come home and be the foreman of my ranch. Thanks, Peggy, but it's one thing to be the boss of a trail herd, and it's another to be a ranch foreman. There's a lot about me you don't know. There's things I wouldn't like you to hear. Well, I've heard them, Tex Cameron. They don't make a bit of difference. Matt Man told me all about what happened at Bennett City. He did? He seems to think more of you than you think of yourself. And I'm inclined to agree with him. You, you mean that, Peggy? Well, I... Come on, we're catching that stage together. Oh, you can shoot, get him. What the... My hands! All right, Sheriff. Arrest them. That's Sir Conbonio. And the masked man. Take out your hands, you two. Now my hand's broken. The masked man just shot the gun out of your hand. I didn't have anything to do with this. We've been following your sidewinder for the last hour. We heard you give him the order to shoot. You're both under arrest for attempted murder. No, you can't. There's a law in Dodge City now. And you're going to find out that it works fast. How do you like that, Borneo? Come on. You're heading for jail. Adios. Hey, where's the masked man? Oh, he's gone. Oh, I wish I could have thanked him. Same here. He saved the herd, and then he saved our lives. He promised that he'd take care of Borneo and Dirk, and he did. Yeah. I guess we should have expected that. Promise from the Lone Ranger is as good as gold. As good? Oh, Tex, it's better. I
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.